Alrighty. So what a day it's been so far. We've um we're here at the uh, Goody Saints Footy Club with our guest for today, Triple H Podcast. We'll get into them in one second. So pretty much this is our first. Well, it was mine, and Travis's first time that we've uh, we've hopped on a podcast on a, like on someone else's podcast, and we've been the ones being interviewed. And uh, so go listen to that over there. Shout out to the Triple H boys. Um, that the, was link, the link to that will be in the show notes. It will. And uh, that was pretty special. Um, and so now that the first one's done with them, we're pretty keen to get into the, the shouting around episode. So as you'd have heard on last fortnight's episode, uh, our sponsor, once again, Pipe Life Brewing, uh, shout out to them. Uh, you should know all about them. But uh, they've been killing it. They've been brewing for a while. And uh, Pipe Life's something pretty special in Australia. Uh, so go get around their product and we'll be uh, cracking them open and uh, shouting Triple H around with uh, Pipe Life's South Coast Pale Ale very soon. Let's get into it. Trav. Take it away. Well, Introduce the boys. Yeah, well, we got a very, very nice introduction on their episode, so why don't we return serve? Jed, Dan, welcome. Great to have you. Something I remember when Harry and I were sitting down going, all right, guess, I said, bro, let, we have to do this. This is going to be so cool because they've got such a cool product with their podcast. So I was stoked. You boys, really special for someone such a young age to feel so comfortable getting so deep with a lot of people in your community and people that might not have been in your community and you make your community. Congrats on all that. Did you boys want to give each other a little intro? Oh, Throw yeah, each other under the bus? I just want to say thank you yeah. for the kind words. Yeah, that's all right. I think Jed and I would honestly feel like we're dropping a little bit, obviously from the guests that you've had, to have the ORTC owner. And Will Day is a, a massive fan to now have the Triple H podcast. We're only I don't going know. up. I We're back, only going uh, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I back ourselves, man. What we've already man. done today. Yeah, uh, that's right, definitely man. not dropping down. No, we Thank you very it. much. But thank you, boys. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, very grateful. Very, very special. Uh, we always, I know we joked about it on ours that we just did, but always wanted to be on someone else's podcast. So I feel a little bit giddy yeah. on this side of it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's a, a good feeling. Yeah, it's good. We're famous. We, we, this are. is the moment. <laughs> this is the moment we've been waiting for and it's here. Yeah. Yes, I can I can introduce Jed. Jed is an energetic person. He feeds off people and, and I think he, he walks into rooms and lights it up and uh, he's very smart. One of the smartest mans going around. Um, I love that wasn't him. very smart. Smartest man's going yeah, around. Yeah, I know. Don't worry about <laughs> me. I, I, I don't know what I bring to the podcast. I bring something, but Jed <laughs> is very smart. Yes, location and contacts. But uh, no, Jed is very good at what he does. Um, he's very personable and I've seen that because I was speaking to him recently and he doesn't just have one friend. He has one friend for every single different thing. Like he'll have a footy friend. He's got a guy. He's got a guy for this. Or he's got he's got his gaming friend. He's got his footy friend. He's got his he's got all friends. Lots of friends. <laughs> football friends. friends. Ooh, football <laughs> friends. <laughs> but no, he's um but at the same time he has a lovely heart and he can have genuine chats and I think he's an honest person. And sometimes in life you don't want to have honest people, but sometimes they're really important to have. And I think Jed is a good balance of things. Um, he sometimes tes- says it too honestly, but I love that and I need that in my life. I need someone telling me good feedback and um, I'm very grateful to have him in my life, not only as a friend, but as a podcasting partner. He um, he brings the best out of me and I've, I'm very grateful for him. What I'm getting out of that, if he's a cartoon character, he's the Energizer Bunny. 
Yes, definitely. <laughs> Ouch. Let me. That's a good question. If Jed was a cartoon character, yeah, who what would he cartoon be? character would he be? Um, be a SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob. I do. Does that make you Patrick? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably. Yeah. yeah. If I'm SpongeBob, you're definitely Patrick. No, I'm a big SpongeBob fan growing up. So thanks for that. That really means That's a lot. A Thank thing. you for the I intro. Think Patrick's got a massive heart. I think. He well, fantastic. I think yeah. Other than being having a massive heart, Dan has a massive. No, thanks guys. It's been a great podcast. Dan has a massive heart. He's one of the most genuine, caring, sometimes too much caring human being. Uh, how are we going on those levels over there? Now we're right. Just to interrupt. So we are here at yeah. the Goody Saints. Well, South, the South, Club too. South Australia uh, just got a yeah. good win. Congratulations. Yeah. So we've got some over let's, 50. let's just say they're here for the podcast. We've got some yeah. supporters. We've got so many fans. Live episode. Live direct. Thanks for joining, guys. But, uh, but yeah. it's good to get out of the studio. Thanks, guys. Come up and get your prizes when you feel ready. <laughs> <laughs> Re-raffle. Yeah. Um, get your tickets. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's always good to go to some new locations. And let's just call this the, the Triple H studio. Yeah, uh, hey. for now. Yeah, for now. Definitely. For now. Yeah, definitely. big things. But no, Dan, yeah, as I said, Dan, massive heart. And, and sometimes to a fault, sometimes he gives so much to everyone around him. And uh, very, very grateful for him. He says a lot of great things about me too much, but I wish he looked at himself the way I look at him because uh, I think he's a very genuinely amazing person who can, uh, like me, light up a room with his energy when he walks into a place. So Dan, to me, is there's no podcast without him. Um, I'm very good at talking about stuff. I'm very good at having ideas and not executing them. And Dan was the one to give me the confidence to really go and make things happen in all, all facets of life. So very grateful for Dan as well on that fact. But Dan, lovely heart, massive goober. Um, <laughs> big time, I, that, big time, need- big time iPad kid. Um, <laughs> this is twice now. He's setting up with the, the Christmas, like yeah, having yeah. to have presents. That's definitely not true. That's true. My least love language that I, I, I that give was in the other podcast episode. Give giving, yeah, 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 giving yeah. is something that I don't need, and I don't even have an <laughs> iPad. Just a Microsoft <laughs> surface <laughs> and, and a PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no. Uh, that was some good interest, Dan. What PlayStation. Not PlayStation, cartoon character. Oh, for Dan. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, Patrick's a pretty yeah. good one. He's just like a big, big, lovable goober. Um, and who and, else? And there's no oh, SpongeBob. The we're red, also really the like, dog. we're also, no, nah, we're also dog. like, Dan, <laughs> yeah, Dan and I are also dog. like pinky in the brain, to be completely honest. <laughs> like, He's pinky. I'm the brain, like the tall, lanky sort of dumb one, and I'm the short. <laughs> I'm the short, like chunky, mean, evil, <laughs> bit of a prick sort of one. So we really are pinky in the brain. Love that. Also, twins. We get a lot of that energy as well. Dan yeah. staggering at a, at a solid six one, um, <laughs> and me and me me tumbling in at five five five. So yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, we've heard a lot there already. Um, so tell us, how'd you meet then, boys? Um. We met, so obviously Jed and I played football against each other for a little bit through Unley Jets and Goodwood Saints. But our main meeting was I coach here at Goodwood, uh, do a bit of under-18s girls coaching. And one day, start of 2021, I wanted to get an app to help me with my interchanging and stats and stuff like that. So I thought, look, I'm going to have to investigate and try to find an app that I can use for that. And I had heard that the club had been using an app called Coach's Box. So downloaded the app, got up, started using it. Fantastic app. You should go check it out if you haven't already. Um, <laughs> Jed's shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. um, 
But yeah, downloaded it, was loving it, setting it up. And then I think the next day I got a friend request from a guy called Jed Wolford. I thought, fuck, is this this bloke that I used to play footy against? I see him everywhere, like blah, blah, blah. So yeah, added him on Facebook. I thought obviously he wants to be friends with me. He's only human. Who wouldn't want to be yeah. friends with you? <laughs> I was right. like, this is just another ad, another day. Anywho, I think that same day, bang. There's a message from Jed Wolford. Hey, mate, uh, I saw that you downloaded Coach's Box. How's everything going? Do you have any feedback? Um, anything that I can help with? Any questions? And I was basically like, no, nah, all good. Uh, this is going really, really well. I'm loving it. Um, but I'm actually speaking to the girls Wednesday at training. Would you mind coming in just to speak to them about the app and why we're using it? A lot of times at the club, a lot of people have just come in to promote stuff. Classic Jed. Now that I know him, he's, he was just like, yep, yeah, love to. Tell me when, tell me where. Came, spoke to the girls like he always does, clearly, energetically, like, this is why we're using it. You guys are going to be great using it. I can picture him on the balcony. Not even. Everyone's down below. Yeah, I wish. We probably, yeah. Hello, everybody. But no, um, yeah, so he did a great job. And I said to them, I was like, thank you so much for coming in. Um, We've actually got our first game Sunday. Um, I'm I'm obviously coaching and no other coaches will be able to help out. And um, some of the injured girls can do it, but if you can just sit with them and just show them how to do it so the next week they can do it. Once again, Jed, yep, would love to, mate. Just tell me when, where. I, I can't wait to be there. So, yeah, um, we had the game. I remember him rocking up. I had a Goody Saints polo for him, and it was a big thing for me because obviously he's an Only Jets boy, and he, at the time, loved Only Jets. I got him to wear the polo, and he loved it. He's like, yep, yeah, chuck it on. So we were sitting in the coach's box together. It was a great day, one by literally like two points, three points, and it was just like the start of our relationship just because – we had that day and it was special. And then, like Jed always does, hey, let's catch up for a coffee. Let's chat about things. And obviously, we were both into footy. But that's also you. I don't want you to give all the credit to Sorry, me. Yeah, Dan yeah. was definitely the one who who investigated that that coffee and that continuation of the conversation post the, post the game. So, two-way street, mate. Two-way street. And I remember, I don't know if you remember, but this one thing that I, I like you talk about. The one thing I like about myself is that I like that because you were like, hey, do you have any connect? Like, do you have any contacts for football that I could use? And I remember sending him an email with no joke about 20 local clubs with their president or football director. And I was – because he gave me the task to, like, find these people. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go full. I got him, like, all these presents and stuff and people. And I know that he appreciated – really appreciated that. And that was probably one thing for Jed that he thought, oh, this guy is actually a genuine person. He wants to help me. Um, but yeah, caught up for coffees. And I remember one specific place. This is basically how the Triple H started. Do you want to take over from me? Because I keep, I feel like I've been talking the whole time. If you want to take over from here, okay, I can keep going. <laughs> um, cafe was Do- um, Dulwich Bakery. I remember going there, caught up for a coffee. I think it was maybe a ba- little pastry as well. Sitting down there and then I remember I said to Jed, I was just like, oh, okay, have you ever heard of the Triple H? And he's like, nah. I'm like, oh, I, I do it at footy. Like, we do it with our girls and stuff. So people, like, say their hero hardship and highlights, fantastic. Um, like, would you would you mind, like, saying yours? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. And, and another thing I remember about that day is I remember, um, and I don't want to talk much about it because this is Jed thing, but Jed has MS. And I remember he was talking about it when we had previously caught up. And I remember bringing a book, like a notepad, and I said to Jed, I said, hey, would you mind talking about your MS? Because I want to write down notes so I can educate myself on your condition so I can be more aware of it. So that was another thing that I remember of that day. But yeah, we Quickly did. Quickly on MS. Mm. I got a pretty good like, connection here. So my dad's sister, my auntie, she was 
Hospital. They're clapping you for your MS. That's nice. <laughs> 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 Cheers, boys. Thank you. He's still alive, guys. Still pushing. Good job. Pushing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, well, both my aunties, one of them's yeah. doing really well, and the other yeah. one passed away last year through wow. MS mm. and was yeah, in a here. nursing home for a while. So sorry. So, yeah. But on to bigger and better things. Yeah. No, yeah, no. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a tough thing. Thanks for sharing. That's uh, all right. Yeah, interesting one. I remember that day particularly well as well because. Yeah, it really meant a lot that Dan just wanted to know. He wanted to educate himself on something. So anyone asking about how you're going and something specific to you, like a disease I felt weird. like that. I felt weird bringing up that too. I, th- I didn't know how he was going to take it. Like I didn't know he was going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like why are you writing notes? But then at the same time I thought, no, this is like, because I forget things. That doesn't surprise anybody. But I wanted to remember it. Like I really yeah. wanted to put the effort in. Like I didn't want to be like, oh, what's your MS like? And then be like, oh, what did Jed say? So yeah. for me, I wanted to put the effort into actually making it knowing that I care about him. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. Um, that day was special. We did our Triple H and, you know. It was si- like a four-hour coffee. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, in life when you, you don't even know what time it is. You don't care. You don't even care what's going on. And even like we both didn't really have anything maybe until four and we were catching up at 12. So we knew that we weren't going to be late to anything. We didn't yeah. even check our phones. Uh, we were so present. I don't think I've ever been that present in that conversation, hearing his Triple H um, and then I think that's where our bonding over mental health started because we talked about specific podcasts that we like, like the Imperfects, and obviously yeah. Dylan Buckley and with Dylan Friends does a great job with his, a lot of his ep- early episodes. Um, talked a lot about mental health and stuff like that, so we just bonded over that. And then um, just to basically finish our relationship, it was just um, footy was coming towards an end of the season. One of our coaches was doing Year Twelve at the time. Oscar Grant and um, oh, hey Oscar, I, know him. I, I know. used to gr- I grew up with him and his sister. Yes, Ruby and Oscar, they're very close family. Like they're some of my best friends, and they're fantastic. But yeah, Oscar had to focus on Year Twelve, which was fair, totally fair. And I came to Jed when one of our coffee catch ups, like we all had at the time, and um, a special place, uh, Tell Henry, back when it was at Norwood, we always always used to sit at a specific couch. And yeah. if we couldn't have that couch, it would be basically almost like, can you? fuck off like that's our couch like move off that the couch that we would sit at but yeah said to jed hey um we got a coaching a uh, spot free um i'd love for you to have love i would love to have you on and, and be a part of what we've got and classic jed yeah i'm all into it i want to be a part this is awesome i love what you're doing and then the rest is history that's yeah. us yeah the rest, <laughs> rest is history and then we coached all together in 2021 which was really great it was a pretty volatile year for me so it was pretty nice having dan um, by my side, so we were able to coach, you know, games every Sunday. I think we fed off each other well. Like Super we well. both obviously had struggles through that year and it's almost like we had both had people that we'd relied on and then we both lost those people and then we almost came together and it was almost like we were our own oh, relationship. Yeah, no, dude, we are like, we are. it's going to be bad when we break up. Yeah. It's going to be no, yeah, no good. When we break up, it's going to be a bad breakup. Yeah, we'll, we'll remember you for sure. What, like Kanye and Kim sort of style breakup? Or? Um, no, more codependent than that. We are like, <laughs> like that worst, that worst boyfriend and girlfriend that everyone has from their year twelve. That's what Dan and I are. Like you know, six years out of school and still just um in each other's pocket. But no, <laughs> I um am very grateful for Dan. So yeah, we coached all together last year, girls footy, which has been amazing for me. And then again this year, we coached again, goody girls under eighteens, and did some beautiful stuff and some fun stuff and. Yeah, I, I think, and then that's kind of how we met. Yeah, and then from that, obviously, you'd express the Triple H thoughts between each other. When did it come an idea that let's get some people on and talk about this and, oh, shit, let's do a podcast? 
Well, well, yeah, so, here you go. Because because we were always because I remember Jed. We were talking about podcasts and what we love, and that was one of our relationship thing. Yeah. We would we would send each other um, imperfect stuff, and and one of the episodes like Ben Crow and stuff like that's fantastic. And I, I remember Jed saying like. Dude, we got to get on a podcast. Like, we're so good. Like, we're good at what we do. We're amazing people. Like, surely <laughs> someone would want to have us on their podcast. And both of us were like, like, what would they have us on for? Like, who are we? We're just coaches and stuff like that. So then I remember just Jed or both of us, I can't remember, but it was just like we almost went, why don't we just start our own podcast? And for ages, it was almost just like a thought. And I remember the old classic, both sitting down, trying to think of what we want to do. And I think we both can agree that I reckon, we reckon, Jed's brought it up, I reckon, because we obviously were doing it at our coaching. So Triple yeah. H was a thing we both knew. So yeah, we would do it with the girls yeah. that we were coaching. Yeah. Uh, we'd get and it was fantastic. To, yeah, share to the group there, Triple H. So 2020 was the year it started that, uh, that we started doing it. And then obviously we did it in 2021 when Jed was there. And then Jed brought it up once. It was like, why don't we just, why don't we do the Triple H that we do at footy, but in a podcasting form? And we both didn't really click onto it. Either he put it to me and I was like, yeah, that could work. And then he was like, yeah, maybe. And then we didn't really think much of it. I don't think he pushed it much. And then and then I remember I was in the car and I'm either I thought about it again and I called him. I was like, why don't we basically just do the Triple H? Like we do a football. Basically what he said. Yeah. This was ages ago. I think that you brought it up really early. And then I think maybe a month later I called him and said this. And then he was just like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm surprised you weren't even like, Mate, I said that. I said that ages ago. Yeah, I but probably you were just, was. I probably did. I probably I, you said did I told you so. Because, because I would have known that. But um, but no. And then from there, we were just like, it was almost a light bulb. We both were just like, oh yeah, this is this is it. Like, let's run with it. So it would just go from there. And then, and then everything just started going, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? What guests are we going to get on? And just, um, yeah, I think it's it's been going from there. And it's been fantastic. Yeah, the goal was for me as well. Like I... I they really did not want to start something that didn't have a clear niche or a purpose. Yeah. Um, you know, and I feel like doing something without a clear purpose kind of leads you astray. Also, we're not entertaining enough, us two. Like, like we couldn't just I'm talk. pretty funny, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not too sure about Dan, but... We couldn't just talk shit as no. much as we would want to in a lot of the podcasts yeah. that we love, like the, the Pat McAfee show and stuff like that. They're hilarious, but I don't, I don't think we could do that. Yeah. Anyways, Inspired, unemployed. Yeah, yeah, those guys are hilarious, and but they're they've funny. Got, they've got a funny life, though. Like, yeah. they're funny, but the guys that we listen I have, to I have, are just I dickheads. A, I have a pretty funny life. <laughs> <laughs> you do have an. So I life. said, so I said, though, like we have to do something with a real purpose behind it, and 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 Dan and I had this beautiful moment, right? We had this four-hour coffee, yeah, on those three questions. So I kind of said that, well, nothing else would feel right. So we started workshopping it, workshopping how the episodes would go and how we would go about it, and. Yeah, Triple H was born and Triple H podcast and forever grateful for all the guests that have come on and all the uh, stories have been told. And yeah, I'm just uh, over the moon of how the product's going and where it's going. And Touching on that, I think that's a big thing. With The biggest thing that we're grateful for is the guests, to be honest, just because... We ask a lot of them. Yeah. As you guys would have found out, they're pretty invasive questions. Mm. They're not just... Uh, you know what I mean? A lot of the time they're not just easygoing questions. So these questions can really bring up a lot of emotions and, and trauma for people. So it's been really interesting about navigating those areas about how do we go about asking these really heavy questions to ensure yeah. that our guests <coughs> feel safe. And not only do they feel safe, they feel a part of it. They feel welcomed. So 
for us, it's been a lot of learnings on how do we really go about asking these really heavy questions in a safe way. I think it's been most important. Yeah, that's great. Um, before we get back into it, I've got so much I want to ask. Mm. But <laughs> Triple H boys, we're shouting you around today. <laughs> and cheers for having us on. But uh, Pipe Life, South Coast Parallel, shout out to them. Let's crack them open, get into them. Go. This is, this is the beer that I usually drink. So oh. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm uh, <laughs> I've actually got a four pack in the car already. <laughs> so thank you to Pirate Life for sponsoring today. Massive thank you for them. Love them. Hopefully oh. we can do some more with them in the future. Yeah. Always. Always big, big things. Big parties. I've never, I've never been a beer drinker. Like yeah. genuinely yeah. was never a big fan of Are beer. You okay? You doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, <laughs> since becoming friends with Dan and, and, and since... It's not only beer as well. The poor <sighs> bloke was vegetarian when I met him and that didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> Scratched out. I was <laughs> vegan. And then... Um, <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, now he's turned me into a palmy eating beer drinker. So <laughs> Dan's doing God's work. Yeah, I love, I love life. a good beer. I love <laughs> yeah. a good beer. There's nothing better than a Saving good beer. Saving the world one podcast episode at a time. <laughs> what can I say? But no, I um, I, I, one, that's one of the special things for us. Like we love going and catch up for a meal and a beer. And and it sounds what like you doing generic. I'm actually got plans. Sorry, <laughs> right. but we will see. We will see. Uh, I wish. No, no, no definitely, definitely not. not. Definitely <laughs> not. That was like the we could do our own podcast about that. That's yeah. for sure. But no, we'll get um, into dating issues later. But I, uh, um, yeah, uh, having a beer and with Jed is fantastic, and it's, it sounds generic. Like everyone loves to have a good time with their with their friends, but I think we have some really good chats with one another when we just got a nice. Part life in our hands. So thank you, part life. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy thank this you drink. Too. Thank you too for the uh, for the drink. Of course, right. down. So let's get back more into the kind of the podcast itself, because um, like of course me and Trav went through almost a very similar thing of like building it up and like the first stuff we wanted to do and like of course there's obviously obvious reasons behind the name and then what you do with every episode. But like what was kind of the first stuff you did outside of that to kind of prepare. And then kind of organise your first guest and like, how was that first episode and like your first guest? How did it feel? You go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's an interesting one. It was so obviously setting up a podcast is one of those things that everyone has the idea. Everyone has a few too many pirate lives and they think, hey, we should do <laughs> yeah. one of these. We Thank should start a life. show. So we didn't want to just be another sort of show like that, and we really wanted to succeed and do something really well. So I'm all about I'm all about setting yourself up for success. So for me, it was okay. Well, what does the branding look like? So we had an amazing person, Charlotte, come on board and help us create our brand and create the marketing tools that we still use to this day, which are very very grateful for. And it was really exciting around that time. So it was a lot of work spent with her on the marketing side of things in terms of. Well, what the brand means, what do those three H's really mean and what do we want to look like to the down to the colours that we were using. So a lot of time was spent on that. Um, I'm really a big advocate on spending a lot of time at the start so you really have a good structure, how the episodes are going to work and then it was working on that. So it's about a lot of the podcasts we also listen to are kind of based around the people running them and, and a lot about their fame and their sort of stories. Whereas yep. Dan and I merely want to be vessels. And not um, famous. Well, I want to be famous, but Dan not <laughs> I so meant much. we're not famous right now. Well, true. Yeah. That too. <laughs> That's but what I meant. That, but we didn't, we didn't want it to be based so purely upon us. So then therefore it was kind of like, well, let's try to make this less about us as much as we can. So every time we, we made that ag- agreement that every time we'd have a guest on it, be fully focused on them and really getting the most out of them. So that was... I think at the start of it, it's like doing a podcast, starting a business, starting anything you do. I think it's really important about laying the foundations to set you up really well. So that was a big thing for me rather than jumping into it. We had the gear for a while. 
which was, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, not a huge investment, um, a good enough investment to, to make it just do it. Like we could have, yeah. we were looking at hiring other gear or using other people's stuff. But I remember just saying to Dan one day, let's just buy it. We'll deal with this later. And then we will, we will reap the benefits for it later, taking this big first step. So then, yeah, we started reaching out to people, which was amazing. We started getting some really great feedback. But it's funny you say about concerning our first episode. Our first episode was with a, an amazing person. Um, who, and this was a big learning for us who we did the episode and we, and we released it and they just weren't super happy or comfortable with their hardship and sharing of their story, which was totally fine. That's completely their story to tell. It was big for us too, especially one thing that we make sure is that the guest is comfortable. Yeah. So we give it to them. Hey, if there's anything there, make sure we can cut it out for you. We want to make sure that this experience is basically like very comfortable for you. We don't want to drop things to because yeah. we're not uh, like we're not journalists yeah, you we don't, don't want to you're, tr- you're not you're not wanting to poke into their no, lives and we're no. not trying to drop big east like things where people go oh i can't believe that happened and we're like journalists we're trying to get clickbait yeah we're just you're not cane corns no but we're just trying to make an opportunity for for people to say their story in, but, in, in a but, unique way yeah no but we um we then led to that kind of experience of having someone say hey we don't actually want my episode to be on anymore and can you take it down and that was a big learning for us Back to what I was saying about it, I think it's all about setting yourself up to have the best success you possibly can. So for us, that was a great learning on, well, guests need to get their episode fortnight in advance, you know, yeah. at least a week so they can listen to it, give you some feedback, get some times so that they want to cut up. So you can really ensure that both parties are happy because if both parties aren't happy, especially when they're dealing with such heavy stuff, it's really just a bad outcome from all parties involved. So yeah, that was a really great learning of our first guest. Yeah. So we, we learned about that the hard way, had to take down the episode. And then luckily I had a couple of them saved. And we then our next episode was one that we did with one of my best friends, Charlie. And then that kind of really then spurred on another part of the podcast for us with Charlie was just a, you know, just a person from Adelaide, ultimately no name to themselves, not like some of the other guests that we've had, like a Bruce Jidday or a Tommy Sparrow, things yeah. like that, people of notoriety. We've been able to do episodes with people who are just human beings and that was kind of then a new things i don't think i prefer either way because i think at the end of the day everyone has a story and that's the most beautiful thing about i think our show is that every person we get on has something interesting to talk about so whether or not it's a famous afl player or the leading goal scorer for the adelaide united or just my best mate who i played footy with or the shouting around podcast or the shouting around podcast (laughs) everyone has a story and everyone has a story that deserves to be told. And that when we listen to other people's stories, we can learn our own stories. So having that close mate on really got such a great reception. I remember listening to it. So so it was just a practice. So yeah. Jed had, had the gear and like a PlayStation. It's like a toy and you just want to use it and you just want to play around with it. And he um, recorded this episode with Charlie. And just for fun, it was awesome. And I remember he sent it to me and I listened to it. And it caught me. Like I was listening to it and enjoying it like I was a fan. Like yeah. I wasn't a part of the podcast. And, and at the end of it, I thought, shit, like this is the podcast that I'm a part of with Jed. And I'm loving this. This is fantastic. Fantastic. And the bit that got me is when Charlie called his mum. And this was an idea that Jed had put to like me. And he was like, I reckon when they do the hero, they should call their hero. I reckon that's really unique. And I was like, yeah, that sounds, sounds cool. It sounds like a good, good idea. And like anything, you almost, once you see it or hear it, you're like, that's why yeah, it's well, a fantastic idea. I can tell you now, when I called my sister, what might've been an hour and a half ago, it's like Go something that's, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, go listen. <laughs> please, please, please listen. Please, we need <laughs> yeah. the sweet, sweet listens. Well, yeah. need that. Spotify don't pay us much per <laughs> stream, so we need you, you, you guys to get, go you follow guys the podcast yeah. and share yeah. it with your friends. Yeah, um, and it's something that's like you wouldn't, you could, I could easily sit here and chat, dribble about who my heroes were. I'm not going to say that because I want you guys to go and listen to it. Yes, um, but like to share that experience of you telling them while you're in that emotional state of talking about it. Is, it's pretty special. Well, so much of life is said unspoken. Oh, yeah. So I really think there's something beautiful about just picking up the phone and giving someone a call. And that's something that Dan and I... Also, I think that's what stemmed from... Like, a lot of the Triple H podcast is Dan and I's relationship. When I was going through a really, really time, tough time last year, I probably didn't really think about this enough, to be honest. But Dan and I... I'd call Dan every day. Like, every morning, Dan would just pick up the phone as I was driving to work or whatever I was doing at the lowest of my lows. And I'd just call him and we would just chat all day. And um, he was always there for me. So then therefore that kind of translated into the podcast. So it was how can we kind of use our lives to create content and, and art and that we really are proud of this product. So yeah, values, I really like I think, that how yeah. you call it art because it is. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean. It's creative. Yeah, yeah. It is an art. It is an art form to yeah. everything that You're you do. You're always trying to improve it. Always trying to improve else. it, and it has an art value to it, and it, it has some value and to each people. One's and so unique, so unique. So yeah, I like to look at his art. I like to look at everything I do as like art, well whatever then, it may be. Well, then from that, what could you guys say? Maybe you've uh, learned the most coming from when you started the podcast to where you are now. Is like there's some changes you've kind of made, adjustments. Like you said about art, like kind of giving the episode to the guest in advance before you release it to make sure they're okay. But is there any other stuff like that? I reckon for me, it's just that your life isn't going to be just the cookie cutter blue print that you think it's going to be. I think the biggest thing for me is I never thought I'd have my own business with a mate or run my own business or have a product that people listen to that are proud of. Like I think I thought that I was just going to do year 12, do my best I can, hopefully get into uni, do that, do my degree, hopefully graduate and just do my job. And I think, cause that's what I've seen for my life. And I thought like, I'm never going to do anything creative. Like I'm not smart enough, blah, blah, blah. And I think sometimes you just need someone with you to, to inspire you and to give you those ideas. And I think, um, yeah, like we talked about, I think we had tough years in 2021. And I think, like we talked about a lot sometimes. What's the what's the saying that Mitch said? I fuck it up every single time. Uh, you don't know when your bad luck is saving you from worse luck. Well, that's the exact same thing for, for both of us. We both had tough things, but it brought us together and, and inspired us to, to do that. But the, yeah, for me, it's it's knowing that I can do anything that I want if I put my mind to it. And we've spoken about this before, but it's just like, you don't have to have this like life that everyone wants you to have. Like you don't have to go to uni or you don't have to do the degree that you, you, you're not only creative because that's school. Like I reckon I could have done heaps of different things that I like primary school teaching that are creative and working with people. But I think it's because I only knew primary school teaching would be a good option because I'm good with kids and good with working with people. But looking back now, I could have done something with Saka or something with Sanford, yeah. like that's still working with kids and working with humans. I think, yeah, and on that, like that's a very aspirational thing as well, what we've learned from the podcast, I guess, more so in a technical sense, I think the ability to really engage with what somebody is saying and to digest it, that skill has become really, um, like just gone through so much leaps between us we've gotten so much better at listening to what the guests have to say and then articulating a really interesting question that's thought-provoking so there's so there's a real art to it there's a real art to podcasting and interviewing and things like that so we're 
every single time we do an episode, we feel like we're getting better and learning. You're so I think honing from a, your craft. Yeah, honing yeah. in on the craft. So I think from a technical point of view, there's I've learned a lot about question asking. I've learned a lot about leaving space, how to leave enough time around your words to give them impact and meaning and a lot of old stuff that I used to do and all other sort of jobs and stuff. So there's definitely that technical aspect of, of interviewing and questioning that's really interesting. And then just just being um, doing something with a mate, like Dan said, like aspirational, like if you really want to achieve something, it is really there. Um, it's all kind of for the taking and it's all for whatever you want it to be. So I think, I think, yeah, if that answers your question, I guess. Yeah. Just about like, yeah, we (laughs) ramble a lot. We ramble. Yeah. But ultimately I think main takeaways Dan and I have gotten are an ability to listen coherently and answer good questions, which has been really important for all aspects of life. Secondly, real technical things and we can get into marketing and branding and things like that, that we've learned heaps about. Um, coming from two dudes who have really no idea about marketing, trying to run a business has been a fascinating thing. So oh, yeah. we have constant. Also, I think, sorry, like another great thing as well, like you guys would have felt this about working with a mate as well. Like um, very lucky. you got to have that ability to have open and honest conversations. And that's something that Dan and I do very, very frequently, like yeah. to the degree of which it's like, it's not healthy sometimes, but no, it is. I think, yeah. I think we communicate really well. We do. Time. We do. Like, I get a little bit snappy. I'm a little bit too blunt with my words a few sometimes, times. Sometimes to make decisions, you need someone <laughs> to like cut the shit. So yeah. Spe- oh, I've <laughs> said it to Harry. Like we love our mates, all the ones we went to school with, but we wouldn't be able to do this with any of them because I don't, I don't think I would work that well with any of our other mates. Like the way Harry and I are able to bounce yeah. off each other and bring different things to the, t- to the table. And I don't know if you guys feel the same in your relationship that there might there might only be two or three other people where you think that, yeah, they'd probably work well with them. But I think the way Harry and I work together is a lot better than I think it would be if we were working with other people trying to do the same thing. Well, you, just, just, yeah. you just kind of – sorry to interrupt. You just have to, like, from the aspect of, like, this is our thing and, like, we want it to succeed – as best as it possibly can. You almost have to take some of the emotion out of some of the decisions yeah. you make. And, like, sometimes you have to be blunt and uh, and just be like, okay, I don't think that's going to work for this, this, this reason or we can do this better for this, this, this. Like, end of the day, you both want to see, in this case, the business or the brand uh, <laughs> succeed as much as possible. So that's, that's what I'd kind of say on that. Yeah, and then sort of moving on to it a bit, when it comes to guest selection... What's that sort of look like on your end? So whoever we can get. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, anyone. But no, um, I think like we've been talking about this recently. We're just, I think at the moment, we're trying to hone down on community. Yeah. And, and Zane is obviously our new, one of our most recent episodes. He's a perfect example because only, and I was talking about this recently, for you guys, your community would, let's say, be that sort of Summerton Park, Glenelg. Yeah. Yeah. Area. So you've got the Sacred Hearts, Hearts Westminster, Brighton. Manual. Yeah. And you're honing down on that. Yeah. So you're honing down on that and you're getting a lot of people who are in that area. So obviously the guy who did the gym stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Jared, yeah. yeah. For us, it's almost this only sort of Goodwood, Clarence Park sort of thing. So we've got a lot of schools in the area. Yeah. So Zane's a good example because he's got a following because he's a fantastic footballer and a role model for a lot of people. But then there's there's probably about 100 followers who, for us, are just that stir. So they want to listen to that episode. Yeah. So 
I guess if we can get a big guess, we obviously go after it because it might help getting more followers. But then yeah. sometimes we just choose people in our life that we know have a story. Yeah. So if obviously a Charlie, we knew his story. Kate was a good friend of mine. I knew her story and she was fantastic. And then Seb, yeah. been a great episode. So his story was yeah. fantastic. And obviously well. you guys are a bit more unique with the topics and that that you talk about where a big guest isn't going to be as good as someone, no. a smaller person with a great story that really needs to be shared. People just have to trust what we do. Yeah. Because like I was saying to Jed recently, one of our best, best episodes could be someone with 10 followers. Yeah. But one of our least best episodes could be someone with 200 million followers. Yeah. It just depends on how much that person wants to speak about and the trust that they have and, and the guest. Because it's a lot easier to click on a podcast that says Michelle Obama than it is yeah. to say... So. Jed yeah, Wolford. she's next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to get back to her actually. If I yeah. say that, oh yeah, I forgot, sorry, to, I forgot to email. Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah, yeah. to respond. Our emails are probably a bit big for us. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I um, off to us. <laughs> yeah, the, the in terms of getting guests, it's one of those funny things. Obviously, spoke about it a little bit before, but we went to Melbourne, obviously, which was a lot of fun. But I think for us, there's a real opportunity in terms of like a market sense and like, okay, yeah. if you're asking that sort of side of things, of let's really hone in on SA and what it means to be in SA and get people that really matter to SA-based people. How many times am I going to say SA in that sentence? But South Great Australia. Start. South Australia. No, but just it's there's, there's stories to be told here, and I think a lot of it for me about this whole podcast was about breaking down the facades that people put up a lot in their lives. And so when we get a big guest on, it's really special because then we can kind of break that down for someone who's quite popular or has some notoriety about themselves. You can kind of get behind the person behind this image – but then also when you just get someone who's just your mate. It's you all very authentic. Weird. Yeah. It's like about being authentic. Yeah, it's about being authentic. It's about being real. So it's whatever we think will work. But ultimately, the beautiful thing about it, as you said, is everyone has a story. So no matter who we get on, um, we're pretty happy to get. But there's a lot of technical things as well that we try to do. If we really want a big guest, we'll try to find someone close to them yeah. that we can kind of leech off and network and move from there. So there's... It's all about who you know, not what you know. Sometimes. Always. So Dan and I will tell you. I live off yeah. that. <laughs> that's mum. That's the first thing mum said to me after school. She goes, Adelaide, SA, Australia, who you know, not what you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You absolutely. Look at how many people get opportunities in a field that they're probably not fully deserving of, arguably, compared to you might get someone who's smashed their way through uni and succeeded but might not be as socially and community based and aware and will miss out on that opportunity yeah definitely for sure so you talked about melbourne before so uh give us a quick rundown of uh what went on there a long car ride yeah Yeah, very long car ride but not even jed just went to sydney from adelaide in one day and that's a long car ride. It was a big alone, car ride. Let alone driving from Adelaide to Melbourne. I love a big car ride journey. But no, Dan and I jumped in my little Honda together and we headed over to Melbourne to Lots get some albums. episodes done. Lots of albums were done. We just we just would choose an album and then we would yeah. listen to the whole it was thing. Very, it was very good that's fun. That's what we're going to have to do, Bob. Absolutely. Yes, we get are. over there. Start the playlist now. Start the <laughs> album playlist now. Start curating them. What would now? be one album you guys would choose? Because this is the thing. We actually successfully would choose albums back and forth and we both yeah. enjoyed the artist. But we almost worked around each other. What would be yeah. one album? So we, I already what, know what you we drove to Goolwood today. Nice. Yeah. Just to test some stuff out for the run. And I just, I'm in love with Jake's new album. That run so we will tell you about after. Yeah. Or go listen to yeah. the Triple H episode. Yeah. Definitely. And we, I was pumping it. So I'm in love with that album at the moment. So Carlos, 
Good. Yeah, it's good. Good tracks. So I'll be, yeah, interested to see if I'm still into it come <laughs> February. Yeah. But And I, I Astro World. Oh, Travis yeah, that's, yeah. We, we, it's my, it's my, yeah. um, my favourite album of all time. I've actually got like a kind of a poster framed thing of the album like you on do. my wall at home. Um, yeah, no matter what, I could put that album on shuffle yeah, and that still one enjoy went it. That, went, single that one went off for us. Still does. It was, it was fantastic. Like it's good. Yeah. Timeless. It's good, Very it's good, true. It's a good like car ride album. Too. It's a good car ride album. Yeah. Asteroid for sure. Oh, yeah. But no, we went to Melbourne to do some episodes for the podcast. It was a really exciting moment for Dan and I to kind of get some interstate guests and we learned a lot. Um, it was really special to kind of make a lot of connections and met some really amazing people. I got a big chest tattoo. I was going to um, say, how I saw that. Yeah. You obviously interviewed the tattoo. Yeah, my artist, the artist Mick. Mick, yeah. Um, how did you go about guest selection over in Melbourne? Because obviously there's so many people in Melbourne and so many people, a lot of like yeah. not famous people, but yeah. bigger sort of people tend to flood there. How was the selection sort of process? Well, I guess we kind of started off because Dan and I wanted to further our understanding of podcasting yeah. and what better place to go to understand more about podcasting than Producey, yeah. arguably, you know, Australia, sorry's premier podcasting company and media management house. So we were able to go there and, and, and met a f- made some amazing contacts there and was able to do the episode with Push Paul yeah. um, at those studios there. And, and then we were able to do an episode of Josh Bromley Lynch of the Brom- Bromley Lynch podcast. So... In the studio, in the studio like in that the they do it. So where, 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 where does yeah, it? Yeah, where yeah. Dylan, yeah. And Dylan, friends do it. Yeah, yeah, so it was really special for us. It was kind of a bit surreal. So we kind of really wanted to tick pinch yourself, boxes. pinch yourself, sort of moment. Yeah, a lot of pinching yourself moments, but more so kind of we wanted to tick boxes, make connections. So for us, it was about reaching out to those target um, markets and, and those kind of areas that we felt would really help us learn a lot. And we did. We made some really amazing connections. And then further than that. It was really easy getting guests in Melbourne. Honestly, we just reached out to so many people and they were just yeah. so keen. We were so, so grateful for all the people, but every single person we pretty much spoke to was just keen to jump on. How many did you get in the end? Five. Six. Are you still releasing them? Like, no. We'll finish the Melbourne episode now. Yeah. So we had yeah. five. We had Smith, five. Alex, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had five. Sorry. Yeah, so five episodes. Favourite guest out of the lot? Oh, um, it That's has to be tough. Smick. You can't do that. It has to be Smick. Um, Only because he's with you for life now. Yeah, <laughs> for me. Funny for that. me. Yeah. Oh god, it was hard. We yeah, all of our. That's uh, tough. It's like choosing children. Not really. Yeah. Are we getting tattoos over there, Chad? We've got to Smick. Got to Smick. Yeah, yeah. Go to Smick. Say Jed. So we haven't actually said it yet, but uh, we haven't oh. officially officially. It's not sort of talked about issue, it. Yeah, yeah. But we, I've mean, copied Trav, you. You guys uh, went to Melbourne. I was like, Harry, we have to go to Melbourne. Me and Trav, very, and we know how much me and Trav love Melbourne. In early next year, we'll be making the trip over, and you'll be. You'll be hearing some Melbourne guests coming to you live. Fantastic. There you well, go. Not quite not live. But Huge uh, announcement. Recording. Yeah, announcement exactly. here on the Shouting Around Times Triple H podcast. But no, we loved all of our guests. Uh, but what, one that meant a lot for me was probably Smick because I just had a tattoo. I was getting a tattoo done by him soon. So it was really special to done, have that. should have interviewed him while I was tattooing. I, I actually asked him if we yeah. could do that. I wanted to do Too his episode while he was, he was like, well, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would be keen for that buzzing noise to just be going the whole time. And just me crying. What did you do, Dan, while he was getting the tattoo? Did you watch? Um, or did you say, a little no, bit. you're going to go bit. shopping? Or? No, I took some took some vids and took some photos. I was the real master for, for yeah. the Melbourne trip. I got a few onto, good TikToks came out I of did. I was, I'm, not, I'm not good on anything technology. Like making reels aren't my thing, but I try to, try to attempt making some. But they were fun. And yeah. so, yeah, took some vids and photos of Jetty and, and then uh, just hopped on the tram and... Had a look around in the city, did a bit of shopping, got some yeah. t-shirts. and. How long was the sit down for? 
Four? Lay down for four? You. Four yeah. hours. Yeah. Poor yeah. bloke. Poor bloke. Thought forgot you his the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor bloke forgot his headphones. So it was just, I know he was. Yeah, a lot of tip. awkward conversation. That's a good tip. Nah, nah, my favorite thing is He's having combos while getting tattooed. Did you, oh, but obviously, interview, I was going to say, did you Triple H him before? Yeah. So we did it before. That helped. Yeah. Any any yeah. tips? If you're going for a long tattoo session, bring some headphones. Yeah. Because especially because mine was on the chest, it was quite hard to talk. Yeah. I couldn't talk because it was like the whole yeah, time. Like staring at him. Yeah. Just staring <laughs> at his eyes. I just kind of closed my eyes and passed out for a bit. But no, um, we had an amazing time in Melbourne. We've made some amazing friends and I've made some friends now as well that we chat to quite frequently. Um, push pull guys are such amazing dudes and they really push everything that we both do that you yeah. do as well you know everything community based so just a lot of fun and we also it was yeah a lot of pinching yourself for the moment dan's the biggest push pull fanboy so it was really lovely to be able to go over I there i think i'm on par with you travis i was gonna say, I was yeah. about to say one and two yeah one and two one and one yeah yeah that was i was gonna say that was probably one for me i think for me personally i love josh's because josh is very, i feel very similar to him because he's obviously doing teaching very humble, like-minded bloke. And we were in the the sort of podcasting room. But that push-pull for us, I think it's the same thing. When you see people from afar and on your phone, yeah, I'm like, even oh. you boys, like like I said, you're just our mates, but like I hadn't really met you yeah. um, boys much. Obviously, Travis, I've seen you around, but like to actually then meet you for the first time was the same thing with push-pull. It's like you've seen what they do. You've had three of their jumpers already to then see them walk into the room that you're going to do a podcast with and then to have the episode yeah. like we did. I honestly reckon like if I got the chance to sit down and push ball, I'd get more starstruck than it would be if you walk in the room and maybe not Margot Robbie, but um, <laughs> that would so be fun. Yeah. Well, maybe not for her, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but to sit down with like Brody Grundy or like yeah. Max Gorn. Well, that's the thing with the episode. I think having Jed there as well was awesome just because um, it wasn't just Dan going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, no, the whole no, time. Just that was me boiling. with Will Day as a Hawks yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just no like, doubt. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so I like, I, I've played baseball, baseball stuff with Will yeah. for ages. And Chad's like, oh my God, I'm just like, mate, relax. <laughs> it's all yeah, good. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, obviously, we, I, like, I know him, but I don't. Like, I met him a few times in Melbourne when I was over to see Kane. And yeah. That, but like, didn't know him well enough to, to like ask him to come on. I was like, Harry, you have to ask him. We actually had that moment in the episode because when we were doing push pull, it was fantastic and it was like yeah. right in the middle of it. And George was just speaking about his hardship and stuff yeah. like that. And in walks Josh Van Kallenberg, who's um, yeah. obviously a part of the Imperfects and who's Hugh Van Kallenberg's brother. And Hugh's obviously my biggest, one of my biggest heroes. And I remember we were doing the podcast and I remember doing the double look and I was just like, oh my God, there's Josh Van Kallenberg. And I looked at Jed and Jed's just like, fucking focus, mate. Like, <laughs> like I know how much you appreciate it. And the biggest moment was when he first walked in. I was like, that's fine. Like maybe when we finish, he'll be walking out. I'll be able yeah. to like introduce myself. And we had a break sort of halfway when uh, George's episode and then we went back into it and then Josh was leaving and I almost I was just like, no, like I'm going to miss him. And then Jed's just like, mate, it doesn't really fucking matter. But I was that was the that was the thing for me. Star Trek moment. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really. I Jed, don't really you don't care. You would like even if, who's one of your biggest person that you like to Frank make? Ocean, but that's it. That's a bit. If it's not Frank, if, if, if it's not Frank, Frank Ocean, Ocean I, don't I don't care. Like I, at the end of the day, I don't know. I think there's a lot of they're just human beings for God's yeah. sake, and I feel yeah. like we put all these people and these guests that we get to chat to on too much of a pedestal, but they don't need it. Like at the end of the day, they're just trying to do their thing and. I think the mindset that you have to have if you want to be successful, I think, is you have to put yourself on the same level of them. Yeah, and you come out, like I said this, we posted a reel of me saying it today. Like, you come out of those, 
like interviews, episodes, whatever you want to call them, and you feel like you're just mates. Like I said it, I love saying it. You sit down with these people for so long, you find out so much about them. You guys, you're finding out the three biggest things in their life, and you come out and you're like, "Whoa, we're on a really deep level now." Like, yeah, I know I'm going to walk out here and classify you guys as probably better know more about me than some of my own best mates do because if they were like to me what's this this and this i'd be like oh i don't know like don't really want to open up but obviously they will know it now because they better have fucking listened but we do have some moments like that talking about that i know a lot of times we've done the interview said goodbye to them they're leaving you waving goodbye and you almost just turn to each other and you're just like holy shit that just happened and you just you, you get in the car. The best moments is we we say goodbye. We don't even say anything. And Jed might even be like, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything." We sit in the car, and it's just quiet. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and then we're just like, "Well, that was the most amazing thing that ever happened." We're just like, "Yeah!" We're just like going crazy. Yeah. That was me to like, Harry after that. After every episode, we'd like walk out of the studio and we're like, "That was fucking better." Yeah, than you just give each other like the nod. You're just like. What do you reckon? What that. do you reckon? In your opinion, was the biggest like that moment? Like that was sort of like we did something. We sat in the car and we really knew like, okay, that's going to be Harry. Big. I'm loving this because they can just take the mic and we can sit back because they're asking each other questions. It's yeah. great. <laughs> um, podcast host, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's what like we have our own podcast. Like we can just ask questions. So like the what Jen moment? And Harry and the Dan and Travis. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> clearly. Show. So that. like what? Like what moment we kind of were like, wow, this is pretty special. Or just like, it was like a fun moment where we were in the car and we just um, knew that it was bigger and we gosh. were celebrating. I don't have, like I can work with you. I don't have one that I'm hoping you say, but I'm just curious in your opinion. I think, uh, oh shit. At the end of the day, everyone's like, everything Every, we, everyone we get a so tattoo, we're so an unique and it's hard to, hard to kind of put a, uh, value on all of them but i would say we left one of our episodes that has one of the least listens to yep oh they're the better ones honestly i yeah. wasn't even thinking of this now well done. and we didn't have a huge cheer or anything like that but we did it with uncle mickey o'brien who does our welcome to country i was about to say harry and i were talking about so we because we drove for so long today, we wanted we listened to a bit. I'll put the Seb still because that's my favorite episode. Yeah, good one. I Classic. know Seb. Classic. I was straight after that episode, I hit him up straight away. I was like, man, this is amazing. Like, so yeah. cool. And like, I was like to him, I didn't know. Well, I knew a fair bit about him, but I didn't know the full details about his leg because I was like, I messaged him, but I was like, he's in hospital. Like, yeah. give him space. Like, we're not super, super close. But I messaged him after that and I was like, man, you are fucking amazing. Like I couldn't imagine how you boys could have sat there and listened to that because Harry's like, Ooh. yeah, it's like it was a brutal the gory detail. That was a gory, beautiful, beautiful ep. Sorry, and, and brutal, <laughs> brutal. Um, but we were it's able a new to word. get, we, yeah, 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 yeah. We were able to get a lot out of that one, <laughs> and that's been really, really, yeah, um, successful for us in terms of streams and listens because Seb obviously has an amazing community that he really reaches out to and has a lot of people that are. Um, engage with his story and the way that he shares his story is so special but it kind of adds to that idea that everyone has a story right so we were able to you know me having known Seb through school but in terms of the Uncle Mickey O'Brien one that was one where we just finished and we probably recorded for about a bit over an hour and then we spoke for like another two hours after that just with him at his house just sat there chatting just on his couch just chatting about his life and things that he was going through and the Chat after the podcast was better He's than better. the podcast. And then yeah. we just, but we both got in the car 
and we just like would and this was like really early on this is probably one of the first episodes we ever recorded together yeah. and we just sat there in dead silence i reckon for about 10 minutes before we drove off because we were both hit just so shook and just, we were yeah, about so you know and that was a real crystal moment of a crystallizing sorry sort of moment of like okay this could be something really, really special because I think if anyone gets to listen to these episodes, they're really going to enjoy them. So if anyone hears this, go listen to the Uncle Mickey O. Please do. It is fantastic. It's a fantastic episode, an incredible no story of, an, of a beautiful indigenous man. So, um, On that, I think, yeah. I think it was the moment where we realise that this podcast can have a big impact on anybody. He's a 50-plus-year-old man who's doing amazing things in his field of work. May that be say poll or his um, welcome to country work but he was he was touched and and moved from the stuff that two 22 year olds at the time were doing and it was just yeah it was the moment for us where we realized this can make an impact on no matter what age and doing what's lives it was fantastic it's a great mm. episode please go listen to it harry and i did talk about it how did he so he obviously recorded that welcome to country and that for you guys and you played every episode how did that sort of process take place of him recording it and stuff like that for you guys? Well, he is obviously working for Saypol, yep. um, like our parents. And um, I've been to a lot of events where he does Welcome to Countries and he's done stuff here for Goodwood Saints and yep. I've seen him do it like Australia Day ceremonies and stuff like that. And he's fantastic and he, and he obviously does it really, really well. So I spoke to Jed and, and we both thought it'd be fantastic to have a Welcome to Country. So I just got in contact with him. He was very keen to jump on and um, help out. And there was a cool thing. Like we said, we said, oh, well, if you're going to get him for the welcome, welcome of country, why don't we just record an episode with him? It yeah. would be fantastic. So, yeah, we just basically recorded it before the before the episode and, and now we've used it ever since. And it's awesome because it's uh, it's so authentic. Like it's so not scripted. Yeah. And the stuff he says, like the lightning brain over the internet, like it's almost hilarious now because it's it's his, just him bleeding his heart out. And like he always does for his welcome of countries. They're fantastic because... They're always different every single time. They're the same, but they're different. And he had no idea what, what he was doing. We probably should have given him some sort of guidelines of what to say, but we were just like, I don't, just do your thing. And it was it's Fits fantastic. Perfectly. Yeah. I think that's a key a lot of the time in creating things. I'm a big fan of and a big believer of Dan's dropping his Sorry, beer. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Lucky you poured in a big pint. Yeah, glass. yeah. I, I think there's something to be said about Surrounding yourself with talented, amazing people and letting them do their thing. I'm a big advocate for that. Uh, I'm not trying to control and micromanage everything. We could have sat there with Mickey O and this, 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 this and this, but that would just be one horrifically incorrect to <laughs> tell an indigenous man who's done how over do. a thousand welcome <laughs> yeah. countries. So on how to do, you're not doing do it his, right. Yeah, God, on how to yeah. do. He doesn't know how it's supposed to sound. <laughs> how to do it on his cultural heritage and background and something that's extremely special to him and important. So I think something that's really key, I guess, for podcasting or creating any sort of business is like learning when to let go and learning when to allow people to do their own thing and, and to when will let people shine in their own time. So that's why it's so special and beautiful. Every time I listen to it, I get to be sent back to that Mickey O's thing. And as Dan said, we both kind of made this agreement at the start, right? We spoke about before, like I view this as like an art form. Yeah, and I, and I and I view everything that you do being expression of yourself, and every expression of yourself should be motivated by what you believe in. And I'm a, a you know a thorough believer of um 
you know, that this this land of which we meet on all the time is that still of unceded and um, underappreciated of Indigenous people and, and their rights and lives and to be respected more. So consequently, I made an effort that whatever content or, you know, art that I was creating paid respect to the land of which we were meeting on. So then they just, it was like a no-brainer. For me, it was a no-brainer putting in, and for Dan as well, but it was a no-brainer to include the Welcome to Country because I think more and more art forms that kind of and media that kind of incorporate that in that acknowledgement of country and that, that welcoming and that understanding and appreciation are only greater on a greater create a um, a collective consciousness about rights and and what needs to change in our country. Yeah, beautiful, Harry. Well, taking the words out of my mouth, but um, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, so tell us a bit more. Like, of course, you guys spend fair bit of time on this podcast as me and Trav do um but how, like what do you guys do for work and stuff and kind of how do you kind of separate that from the podcast and kind of find time to just do even like the weekly stuff like how often when do you how often do you guys release your episodes we do it every fortnight yeah cool so like us. so yeah we do obviously have that that break and obviously because it's not a full-time thing it does work around our life quite yeah. well yeah. and we can work around it and i don't think our lives are too busy just yet where we can work around it quite well because i work at a sports store sports power Melrose park if you need um, anything please come no. in just say just say that you play for goodwood saints football club <laughs> and get a little bit of discount um but yeah work on the weekends uh and then just do uni and uh obviously do a bit of coaching on the sideline at my school and at goodwood and then obviously we do the podcast as well and so that takes up a lot of our time that's me um yeah i kind of do bit of random stuff i'm yeah most weekends i'm um djing um a lot of weddings and events and things like that and a club every once in a while but um also emceeing weddings so i kind of am in that sort of industry and that event in the media sort of space yeah that's, that's a goal of mine one day yeah. is to see jed doing his MC job like you're gonna do it at your wedding Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope he, I hope he's standing next to me, not on, not as an MC. That's in for sure. I'll do both, mean, mate. Or? Yeah, I'll yeah. do, I'll do both. Yeah, I want to see him. him walking down the aisle. That's what I want to see. Me too. <laughs> We'd have a beautiful marriage, Dan. No, um, so I work as a, so I work as a DJ. Podcasting. I work as a DJ. I work as an MC, and then I work at an amazing new restaurant that's just popped up, um, on Unley Road. Like like yeah, it. Bandit Pizza Bar. So a little sister restaurant of Anchovy Bandit. If you haven't been, but please do come say. Um, when you walk in on Bandit, just across from the Cremorne, but if you walk in, say you know me, and if you see me, say good day. Double price you? Absolutely, I will be double pricing you because I know that you're. You know Jed. Yeah, if you say you know Jed, you'll definitely be getting double priced. If you um, say you listen to the Triple H podcast, sorry, but if you if you say you listen to the Triple H, if you podcast, say you listen to Shouting Around or the Triple H podcast, I will ensure idiot. that you get. <laughs> a, a get <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Yeah. I'll, Grow I'll, up. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll ensure <laughs> that you get uh, uh, a few drinks on me. So no, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Favorite, favorite meal. Have you had, like, have you pizza. tried a lot of this uh, stuff? Lamb Ragu. Lamb Ragu is my sip. Lamb Ragu pizzas oh, off yeah. off its knickers. So um, <laughs> that's a pretty special. Uh, no, so I've just done a lot of hospital work, a lot of DJ work. Um, Help with connections as well. That's been one Yeah, of absolutely. I, I work, um, I was studying, I was doing law and arts, but I have drastically dropped out of that and, and would not be heading back to uni yeah. anytime soon because I'm very keen on pursuing everything podcasting and everything um, media production and podcasting production. So that's kind of where 2022 looks like for me is kind of a progression into that producer sort of role and creating 
an opportunity for people based in Adelaide to share their stories, share their voice and, and create the media which they want to. So kind of just, yeah, that's what I'm heading into. Goodness yeah. gracious, that was almost a slogan. We're going to have to use that bit for your, for your yeah, business, basically. Thanks, mate. Um, so then when it comes to sort of guest sourcing, who mm. sort of takes the lead, who who's the one that sends this, 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 this person or is who? There, yeah, is yeah. there, do you guys kind of, like, there's obviously different stuff you have to do it with the podcast. Also depends. You kind of separate doing some stuff. Is like someone a bit stronger yeah. in one area. Different roles and I whatnot. Think, I think it really uh, swings and flows. Yeah. I think there's times. I'm, I'm stronger in all fields <laughs> compared to Dan. That's Jed to a T. Um, but I think, I think it swings and flows. I think there's periods where uh, Jed will go hard on sending like, he'll have a set long message like that he's, generically written up and it's yeah. amazing and he'll send that out to heaps of people and then once again it just depends on who we know like Zane yeah. was my connection and and then and then someone else will be Jed's connection so it all just depends on who we know and it's sort of just we work off each other and we'll suggest things and we'll go hey um I reckon I know this person should I go after it and then Jed be like yeah of course I don't think I've said one person he wouldn't be like no don't go for it like I said before I think it's also about the reason why we've been able to be I guess somewhat successful in some ways. Create a following. Take it how you want. Is we allow each other to do our things. And I think that's a big goal a lot of the time in business. Sometimes you want to be really, really controlling over your thing. But a lot of the time the beauty comes from allowing people to express themselves and be creative in their own ways. So a lot of the time, a lot of my happiness has come from just letting go and letting Dan do what he wants to do. Um, so I would say that we have a pretty good relationship of allowing each other to just express ourselves in whatever way we see fit. And then consequently, I think that's what's led to the best content when it's just really authentic and just allowing ourselves to be ourselves. So we kind of split up everything, but you know, there, as I said before, tough conversations have to be had when you're making sort of things because you want to see it win. You want to see yourself succeed. But at the end of the day, at what cost, right? You guys know it as well. You guys are mates. Yeah. Uh, what cost do you want to succeed? Coming back to that, I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about that and how relationships, how you go. Handy thing for Jed and I is that we're in a new relationship. Like you boys went to school with each other. You've known each other since, what, year eight? Yeah. 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 Jed and I have only known each other for two years. So we don't have previous knowledge of one another since high school. And sometimes yeah. you can take that in. you still got those teething. Yeah. Like, and yeah. New business and that you have teething yeah. issues and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Um, My biggest teething issue is that Dan's just bloody annoying. <laughs> that is um, true. And he doesn't stop talking, but you know. That's hey. not the worst. I have lots of other positives that he loves. I cook for him. He does cook for me. Any pretty ladies that <laughs> want a man that will cook for them? Dan Scott. That's Any. also been a funny thing. I think that's also been. <laughs> we also kind of got into this podcasting game hoping to to find <laughs> girlfriends. We but make, We want to make memes of that. Yeah, it's been one of those things. But then who knew that being a white cis it. hetero male was a red flag who has a podcast? I didn't realise that was going to be such a bad red flag. Yeah. So alas. You're lucky you've got a Harry girlfriend, has, Travis. Yeah. Sorry, but ha- it seems to work for Harry from all reports. So. <laughs> he is a DJ Not too, yeah. so I'm sure any girl on a, on a Saturday night can see the DJ. I know girls' li- eyes light up when they see Jed on the decks, that's for sure. No, no they don't. They most definitely don't. That's just so <laughs> far removed. I think they do, but I don't think they want you. They just want free drink ca- drinks cards. <laughs> That's what I'll use Harry Sounds for. Right. <laughs> Sounds about right. right. Yeah, why is it Travel always the one that comes to the club with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's Bus- We've got business meetings to do, man. Like, come on. Get a you few told me enough times meetings. during the fucking day. <laughs> Sorry that my mind works a little bit differently to you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm I'd, a bit more committed, Harry. I think... 
at the end of the day, I want to come circling back to this is just this idea of allowing the people that you love and the people that you work with to do their thing. And to be comfortable in that takes a lot. So back I think yourself. that's back yourselves, but back the people that you work with. Back to, the people to that honest, I think if either one of us do something, we're probably just happy that at least something's going out and that we're not doing it. Like if Jed's making a reel, I'm not going to be like, oh, why'd you do that? I'd be like, fucking awesome. That means I don't have to make that reel. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then with the podcast, like with all this stuff, it's very hard early on to uh, to be able to get an audience in a yeah. sense and, uh, and keep things interesting. So kind of how do you guys in a sense, try and just keep people listening? That's a good question. That's a good question. Obviously, yeah. So to guess the names that you get in, you guys will obviously know that as well, but it's the, it's the um, quote-unquote clickbait in the guests that you're trying to get. So you want to get heads rolling through because they like that person that you've got on. I think improving your digital presence is so important um, for any business. So improving your... Presence, uh, whether that be through reels, whether that be through posting, whether that be through live stories. You know, we used to do a shitty lot of TikToks. We, yeah, shitty TikToks. <laughs> we used to do a lot of lives and, and things like that. We used to really, really push that every yeah. Friday. We did a FaceTime Friday, which we probably need to get back to. Yeah, but we did fine. a lot of those. We'll we do a lot of those. Done, yeah, done. we'll do one soon. Thank you. But we, um, yeah, and it's about finding ways to really engage constantly, I think, is really, really important. So, I use the Triple H a lot of the time as like an opportunity just to reach out and chat to people and put up a little questionnaire and ask some pretty fun questions. So I think there's a lot of things like that. So getting people engaged. Also on Dan and I, it's about constantly self-improving and constantly improving the way that we're speaking, the way that we're interviewing and the way that we are really engaging with our guests. Yeah, they're life skills at the end of the day. I think everything's a life skill, right, you know? life you know what i mean like whatever yeah. you're being oh. podcasting or whatever you're doing right it's always about adding strings to your bow and um just ways of which of engaging people is super important so we're just constantly trying to get better constantly trying to create good episodes good content and then also just ensuring that all of our media hits the mark all of our social media and social presence really hits the mark yeah, and something back to when you guys started. Did you guys try and draw out and write out, not even write out, but set some sort of guidelines for what you're going to do through Triple H? Or did you have a certain direction you wanted to take and it might have veered now or ideas and stuff that you thought? Because I know Harry and I, we love to talk big, big picture, but there's obviously stepping stones. Yeah. Did you guys have ideas and or do you have ideas and that of where you really think it can go and where you from the start where you want to plan to take it and has any of that changed or yes and no yeah, it's a it's a it's a question that you go like you don't really think about it no we yeah. yeah yeah we dan and i are both you know blue sky dreamers so we always kind of looked at these big beautiful pictures and what we want to want to achieve and, and create Triple so H one joe rogan two yeah yeah maybe that would three. be the and shouting around three but no we we um the Triple H ultimately was a way for Dan and I to express ourselves. And for me, it was something that I always wanted to do was to get back into expressing myself on media and through my voice. So that was ultimately the fundamental goal for me. And to be able to create something is really, really special and really, really beautiful. And not enough creation, I think, is done in life with really meaningful content. So for me, it was ensuring that every single episode that we created was meaningful. That was, and that was what we did at the start. 
Like yeah. that was what we did when we started the show and that was all the hard work that we did on creating the idea of the Triple H podcast. Not that we created those three words or the those yeah. three words being put together. but Yeah, you didn't create the idea. Of gosh, no, we that did not. That was actually from, well, well, it's yeah. uncertain exactly where it came from, but we first heard it from Damien Hardwick having done it with the Richmond Football yeah. Club and he learned that from Stanford. So I tried doing research and where that came from, from Stanford, but um, yeah, it's like a leadership course at the end of the day. It's funny you say that because I've always been interested who, because obviously Damien's got that because he, like Jed said, he hit, hit the nail on the head. So it was Dimmer drink dream guest then that would be cool too because he's an interesting person because no, no, obviously no, no, he's definitely been through, a, a yeah, dream guest yeah he's been through some stuff as well that it's very unique and obviously oh, i don't want to get into it because that's his personal life but like he would have a very unique triple h and he's the one that's pushed it to a very successful club and they've almost pushed that as a key contributor of why they've been so successful over the past five years i would like you said i would love to know where this is. he said it came from a book or something, but who's coming? Who's saying that on the at book? At the end of the day, it's all just a language thing. It's just yeah. words. It's a vulnerability thing. It's about finding words. It's the triple building. H could be anything. It could be the triple A. It could be like you know what I mean. Some other words that have significant. Yeah, they could have significant <laughs> significant <laughs> meaning. People might be coming to the podcast and thinking it's something different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear about this. No, but <laughs> it's, woo, it's yeah. all <laughs> what hardships. What the fuck is this about? Yeah, it's the wrong sort of hard. <laughs> no, yeah. But it's um, all about creating language as a way to kind of communicate and express meaning and cr- express vulnerability and a safe space to do it. So whatever those three words might be, they could be whatever they wanted to be. We could drop this tomorrow and do the triple B. We could yeah. create something else. It doesn't matter. Those three letters, those three words are whatever. But what it is, is about breaking down the facades that we put up in every single day-to-day life and about a safe space for stories and people to be able to express themselves because too much of life is spent behind facade spent behind trying to be something and a lot of Adelaide a lot of SA is based upon that a lot of what we know of each other is what we perceive of each other but we don't actually know anyone's stories so that's why I don't give a shit about ultimately any of the guests I do not give a damn about any of the guests that we have on of what they've done really I care about them yeah that's all I've ever cared about and same with Dan we don't care about what you've done we merely care about you and that's our goal every single time we leave a guest we want them to feel as if they feel as if they've uh, been loved and not been the human, yeah. heard. Not the human doing. Yeah. The human being. Exactly. That's what we want. So, looking a bit forward into the future, five years from now, where do you see the podcast? <laughs> um, dead and buried. And <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever spoken about it. Um, I would like to make this a thing that people talk about a lot. Like, at the Triple H is a conversation that people are having a lot. And I think the... The only thing that we have different mindsets, I think, and it's not a it's not a problem. And I think my mindset is I just love doing this, and every episode's awesome, and meeting you boys and stuff like that. Like no matter the guests, it's fun. I think Jed's the envision, like has it visions, and I need that. I think you, it, not everyone can be the same. I don't think I think Jed's got the vision, and that's fine. I don't have to have it as well. All you need is one person, and Jed has the visions for it. I think we just take it day by day for me. But Jed's got the ideas and I run with that. And I think it's fantastic. And and that's all you need. You need one person to come up with some really good ideas and the other person to go, yep, I think that's awesome. Or, okay, let's workshop it. And I think for us, we honestly, this year itself, I don't think we would probably would have 
thought we'd got this far. Like, honestly, I think it was just a pipe dream. It was a bit of fun and it's been fantastic to actually have the guests we've had on and now to be invited onto someone else's podcast is credit to ourselves. But I'll let Jed talk about more about what five years look for, for us. But at the same time, what is that? A Do big you know thing what for 2023 looks like? Yeah, I don't want to put any expect. Yeah, a lot. I don't know what I don't want to. Looks like no. <laughs> I don't want to put expectations upon things. I'm a firm believer in expectations ultimately ruin life. Yep. But I would like in five years' time to have had a meaningful impact upon people's lives, Fantastic. and not, and if I know if we can have done that in any sort of way, whether that be through our podcast, whether that be through um, the content that we release or create or the conversations that we inspire, I know that we would have achieved our goals. If we and we've already done that. We know we've already done that yeah. through conversations we've had with people and messages we receive from our wonderful community. So at the end of the day, if we are able to create a piece of art that people really connect to, I will die very happy. So we could end it here and I'll be super stoked, which is so exciting about moving forward. So then therefore, you want to say something? Yeah. No, I was just going to say that's a perfect example because there's moments that we've had where you have a complete stranger who's a 32-year-old mum who's doing amazing things herself and is, has her own child who will put up a my story about our podcast about saying how amazing this was and the impact that it had on her life. Like I say all the time, the podcast could end today after this amazing episode with the shouting around boys. And I would Yee-hoo. be, I would be proud of that because we were able to impact someone who we don't know who's doing, who's has her own life and her own hardships, but we've been, we've been able to light up her yeah. day and stuff like that. It's fantastic. So, order to, so what I take away from that is you get super excited and stoked by the idea of, a family of three driving to the country and saying, oh, yeah, well, I listen to this podcast about Triple H. Let's do all ours right now. Well, recently I, I went to some friend's house who are a bit older than me. They're about 26, 27. Hadn't seen them for ages. Big, big group like you guys. Like yeah. You've got lots of friends in your group. This group at our school had lots of friends, caught up with them. Had about four conversations with four different people and they said about how much they've loved the podcast. And one of the girls was in America doing softball herself and she was like, oh, I was listening to your podcast over there. They're fantastic. I think what you're doing, what you and Jed are doing are fantastic. And I think sometimes we forget that. I think we just do it for fun because we love hanging out with each other. I love when Jed speaks because he makes me proud because of how fantastic he is. And then for us to just do it for a bit of fun and get it, get on the Shouting Around podcast – to then people go, no, no, it's it's actually making my day and I get a lot out of it. I like listening to other people's yeah, you stories. Get your, well, not weekly, but bi-weekly listeners that tune in as soon as it drops. Like we've got some of our mates to go never miss an episode and you, I'm be very surprised if you said you didn't have people that tell yeah. you they n- never miss an episode. Before yeah. we move on from this sort of topic, I yep. think in five years, if we've got a space that we can go to every single time that feels like the Triple H house, basically, yeah. that you can walk into. You can almost feel the Triple H. That might be where you feel welcomed. You know, you can just be yourself. You can be vulnerable there. It's a place where our friends can come, mingle, catch up if it's in the area, come for a coffee. There could be a table tennis table there. You could Sounds have a like hit. you're opening a coffee shop then. Well, maybe. I say, do you want more? <laughs> Turn into a brand more than a podcast? I yeah, know, but I think, I think for yeah. me, family, family and, and people that I love is big, and I'm sure Jed can agree with that as well and it's the same thing for him but but being around the people that you love and and bringing new people into that like a home like hey you're a guest i want you to come in and feel like you can be yourself and don't worry about whatever anyone else thinks i want you to be yourself and i think that's i would love to have our own little studio whatever a place people can come and feel themselves we will create something that leaves a lasting impact and that's my goal 
So there you go. whether that be five years, two years, three years, six months, um, we have some cool things coming in the pipeline that I'm very excited about. Um, as I said before, I'm I'm thoroughly committed to podcasting. I'm thoroughly committed to media. I'm thoroughly committed to creating that side of my life. So for me, it's about how can I become the best I can You're be in this to field. The bug, aren't you? Sorry? You're addicted to the bug of podcasting, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When did that hit you? Absolutely. When did that um, hit you? So is this when I dropped? Has this been something that during high school as well? You're like media and 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 creating brands and stuff like that. Or when was that aha moment for you? Um, it's probably always been there. I probably kind of just never really um I let it come out. To be completely honest, I kind of um, have always wanted to express myself. Always kind of wanted to be, I guess, in some ways. Um, creating content, creating meaningful pieces and um, creating art. So for me, yeah, it's always been there. I think when I um, shut my laptop a few months ago and said I'm not looking at any more law or assignments. Stuff. Yeah, any more law assignments. I don't think you're the only person to ever have that feeling. No, gosh, well. no. So I, I'm just very committed to making this work and, and what this looks like. So that's me at the moment. That's where I'm at. So, yeah, that's, that's what's going to be happening soon. It's coming up. So we'd love to finish off with some uh, quick fire questions, please, you boys. Um, some maybe no, some serious, some funny. But uh, <laughs> thank God we haven't had to talk about that um, bloody outdoor cinema moment. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, now you just brought now it up. you brought it up. So if you listen to the Triple H podcast episode, we're shouting around. You would have known. We deliberately leave it at the back so everyone has to listen through. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. One of the most. That was our biggest that was moment, moment for Dan. I this think for Dan to realise in some ways, and a lot of relationships have these like uh, core memories that really bring them together. But for me and Dan, Dan and I, it was when Do I? Dan was about to go on a date with a very lovely girl that he was very keen on. But uh, as Dan is, he's a hopeless romantic, as I am as well. It's probably why we get along so well. But Dan had organised <laughs> so for the two coming. of them. Dan had organised for the two of them to go on this really lovely date to the outdoor cinemas. And not only that, he'd organised a picnic basket, a bottle of wine. He had made some. What pro- wine? What wine? Well, it was some oh, sort of it's riesling. Probably, it's probably just something out the fridge that uh, Mel, Mel has a fantastic wine collection. His stepmom has an amazing wine collection, so he would have just grabbed one of those pinots, set up this whole beautiful night. He made. What did you make? Protein balls. Did yeah. So he made protein balls. balls. Wine. Yeah, yeah, protein yeah. balls. So <laughs> obviously, wine. Obviously, <laughs> that's for dessert. Oh, but our, wait, our family. Wait, yeah. our f- I thought I knew what you were bringing for dessert, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah no, it's all yeah, good. My lips. He brought those, and he, and he, Jed, and he, Jed, Jed can tell you about what dessert was like. And he brought, oh. and he brought, and he brought um some some tuna, like, tuna so, dip that he made. So our family friends across the road, who are our closest family friends, the mum is a fantastic cook, and she does um, protein balls all the time. It's amazing, <laughs> and she does this tuna dip, which is phenomenal. So I, I don't like, know. I'll jump on some protein. I balls. was like, I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna wow. I'm going to have Anyway, Dan's trying to wow this pretty girl. This pretty girl, ultimately, he's not sure if she's going to come or not. And so then Dan says, she hey. she got COVID. Well, uh, supposedly. Yeah, she got Just COVID. Just details. Yeah. Hey, hey, oh, no, no, hey, no. She, oh, look, Dan, they don't need the details. All that matters is she was going to come on this date. She didn't. So he kept me in kind of like the waiting. He was like, hey, mate, like I've got this free ticket to go see. Ready? Of all films, Dirty Dancing. And just to jump in. <laughs> The best part about it was that Jed was the perfect emergency. Like he was never like, oh, I feel offended because why have you not chosen me first? Or I don't know, mate, you can't leave it too late. Like I'm doing stuff. He was like, if she doesn't come, I'm ready in the wings. But if she does, 
bloody oath because you're gonna have the best time ever. But hey, I've got the. It was we we joke. We talked about it, it was like the the bibs, like the emergency, like the the green and medisub. red bibs. The medisub. He was the medisub. He was ready to go. She went down with an injury, but was right <laughs> to play the next week. Or? Please, you'll yeah, break my absolutely, heart. <laughs> absolutely, she was. That girl did not have COVID. There was no COVID. There was not COVID you know in the what? state when she got it. In my opinion, what this was 2018. Yeah. <laughs> she ate the bat, did she? <laughs> I reckon she 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 oh, she didn't get COVID. She, this was the time where you, if you got a test, you had to like wait. So in my she opinion, lined up for two days. In my opinion, test, I like, reckon she's had the test and she's gotten the results, but she thought I can't be stuffed. I'm pretty gassed. I'm not going to bother. Fair enough. So anyways, Continue. I ended up going to the Moonlight Cinema with Dan <laughs> and enjoying a beautiful face mask with him that was there for we complimentary taking. Too, There's some good photos. We'll flick that through to you. But yeah, we had a wonderful time. Watching Dirty Dancing together. That was a very cool memory for Dan and I. And that was the start of something. Big Spoon, Little Spoon? Um, I'm I'm well, definitely Little Spoon. Yeah. We've well, shared a lot yeah. of beds together. Yeah. I think I think I think uh that's something we will never do. No, yeah, not to and please don't share anything with Jed in regards to sleeping. He's the worst snorer. And he will yeah. test that. He won't even be like, Oh, shut up. No, he For, understands. Forry's not much fun to share a bed with. I'm that not much of a snorer. I'm, I'm more of a loud breather. But anyway, let's <laughs> get on to the rapid fire. Does he yell? All right. Yeah. Yes, thank you. How do you want story. us to go about it? Are you going to ask us? It's right, it doesn't have to be too quick of a response. Me and Trevor just okay, go back go. and forth, I reckon. Yeah. So you start, Bob. I feel like it's pretty even from what I've seen for the last, how long have we been here? Four or five Fourth, hours today. Yeah. Um, who talks more on the mic? Jed's the, Jed's the dude. Me. Jed's the, Jed's the star of the show. Jed is the... I think I think like how we terminology it's like we're point guard shooting guard. Jed's the point guard that will take over on big like he'll take over on big games. But I think I'm there for nights that that you need bit of Russell Yeah, yeah. I think I think how we say it's like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I'm very proud to be Clay. Clay has his own big nights, but Steph will take over every single night. And you need Steph on your team to be successful. But I don't think the team's not as successful that I have Clay. <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else to say. <laughs> nothing he else won't to deny say. being Steph Curry. Who, any human who wouldn't want to be? I'm not. Steph. Um, dream guests, one each, anywhere, anytime. Can be dead. No, can't, can't be. Can't, can't uh, be dead. Can be dead. Yeah, can be yeah, dead. Can. can be dead. Anyone be you dead. wish you could ask that Triple H to? Whoa, whoa. Um, oh man, whatever. I'll just say Frank Ocean. I got him tatted on me, so I better. Yeah. I better just say that for the sake of it. But yeah, Frank Ocean. Um, I don't know. There's so many. I just thought of one and Jed will find it so random because I've never spoken about this person in my life. But maybe like someone like Nelson Mandela. I think oh, he's yeah. a, an incredible human. Like That's <laughs> why I've never spoken about him in my life. <laughs> what you the know? hell do you know, know about Nelson I'm Mandela? So <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm In my head, I'm thinking of people. Like obvious choice for me, like with someone like Hugh Van Kuylenberg or Ben Crow. Yeah. Like they're my actual heroes, but... When you put on a world scale, you're thinking like Hitler, or you're thinking like Nelson Mandela. So no, you want to get, no, you wanna get Hitler so on the podcast? That would be, he's alive. I wouldn't understand any word he was saying because he would just scream at us in German. <laughs> I'll be like, hold on, I need to get Google Translate. Can just we, slow down, just slow down. Especially with mate. everything that's going on in America right now, know, Kyrie sorry, and Kanye, I'm can sorry. we cut this bit out of this Hitler <laughs> anti Semitic part of the show? I don't agree with anything he does. What are you no. talking about right now? No. Um, can you stop? This <laughs> is getting weird. Stop bringing up Hitler. Headline Dan gets himself cancelled because his dream guest is Hitler. That's what these guys are going to do. They know how to get clickbait. They're more famous than us. So what are you doing? No way. No, that would be so interesting. Thank you, Travis. I think it'd be interesting. Like, <laughs> No comment. No comment. Yeah. Next going. question. Anyway, next question, next Harry. Question. Uh, who is the worst at talking to guests? 
Me. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come up with some creative questions? Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so next one, Dan. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be Dan again yeah. from the way it's going. Who forgets to get stuff done more? No. I don't think I'm Dan. as bad. Dan, <laughs> no, definitely no. Dan. Dan would take a full day to do this m- minuscule of tasks. I just will say I'm not doing it. That no, I don't. I don't say I'll do something and then not do it. I hope one day I can just have an ep- someone ask me on their podcast just by myself, so I don't feel targeted. So yeah. I don't feel like a terrible human being. Oh, <laughs> what was you, Daniel Scott? <laughs> no. Um, no, no, no. It is. It would it probably be. But, but I don't <laughs> yeah. think it's as. It's not bad. as bad. No, as no, no. To Let's say it's fifty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty shitty as well. No, nah, yeah. seventy thirty. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, is it me? Um, ever missed a recording session? Nah, nah. nah. We're not that bad. We're not that Good. bad. Like as in, like we've booked something in and we won't make it. Yeah. Like forgotten. Just nah. some little fuck nah. up. No, nah, we're Good. we're we're pretty committed. We're pretty committed to the cause. We we are grateful for him, but Brucey was about an hour late. But that's an, that's for another story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> completely changing up Best place on a night out uh, Shotgun Willies It's elite I've heard that It's <laughs> Mate, awesome I've never I been But I've only heard Great things about it It was a shit show Because I was supposed To have birthday drinks With heaps of people Jed was bit, He was doing DJing So that's fine Had heaps of other people That were supposed to come For drinks at East End Um Everyone just cancelled And ended up, end, end up being One of my best mates Adam and my sister Who just got back from Sydney I met her at Shotgun Willies. Adam and I were already sort of on the beers and drinks a couple of bit. We were up and about and we got to Shotgun Willies. Honestly, best night ever. Music's elite. For me, I know a lot of people like the doof doof and going to love a boy and stuff like that. And good on you guys for that. <laughs> but <laughs> I love a good classic. I love a good classic. Just, just, I hurt so good. And just like nine to five. Toe tappers. Yeah. And just, you grab someone and you just say, man, I fucking love you. I don't even know who you are, but just like sweet Caroline, stuff like that. That's, that's bah, my bah, place. Bah. Um, uh, the music room at her in I Melbourne. You. I, my, yeah. my head was like, yeah, did Jed's you do much s- going out in Melbourne? Jed's going to say some alternative place. Funny you say that. We went to a, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name, but whatever we went to in Melbourne was elite too. I XC, really enjoyed that. XC, XC, oh, XC 54. Yeah, yeah, I really oh, enjoyed yeah. that. <laughs> that was yeah, a night. Bog, aren't you getting a set in Melbourne? Oh, we'll try. We'll that try. was the first time I've ever gone out and someone's offered me like ecstasy. Shout out to my face. I don't know. Well, what like, I was my dad's a cop. I was like, "What is that?" I don't yeah, what are these I things? Don't do drugs. No, uh, yeah, the the <laughs> the music room uh, at her hers is a great spot. Great spot. Biggest fuck up in an episode. Oh, have you had one? I don't know. There are probably heaps, but we no. Just can't um, I mean, the first episode. Where the guest wasn't happy, but that's not really that's on our fault. That's not you fuck guys. up on us. They just fuck on it. Um, biggest fuck up. Um, um, I don't know. We probably asked something that probably shouldn't have asked, but they've just gone along with it. But honestly, we can't really think of anything. Nah. Probably just, I don't know. That's good. We're Sorry. just perfect. Sorry. Yeah, we've got oh, no good. fuck ups. Yeah. We've got Big fuck bad. ups in Clean other parts slow. of our Clean lives. <laughs> but just we, we keep the podcast pretty premium. But uh, our personal lives, horror show. So if you, yeah, that's probably better. Three tips for someone starting a podcast. Um, Choose something that you're passionate about. I know that's so generic. I'm sorry for choosing something like that. It's like Harry and I are raging alcoholics. So we pick <laughs> yeah. drinking. There you go. You get to yep, have drinks yeah, every time. Yeah. You <laughs> um, we can go back and forth. But mine would just say, just choose something that you enjoy and that, that other people would enjoy as well because you obviously want people listening and, and, and if you do it with someone that you love as well, it's also a benefit. Um, that's cute. You guys you're the ma- you're the manager, man. Like you, you'd be the if someone wanted advice, they'd call you. So what do you reckon? 
By the sounds, I should get two out of you and one out of Dan. Find nah, a niche. He can have three himself. <laughs> find it. Find a niche. Be consistent. Be interesting. They're the three things I would say. Beautiful. Um, I think. Yeah. Oh, interesting and niche are kind of the same. Find a niche. Be consistent. But then, thirdly, um, invest in yourself and back yourself. That'd be a cool be goal for us as well. Yeah. You know, we're talking about five years. Yeah. In five years, if people are calling us Asking about advice. advice and how did it go and how did it start, that's when you're like, wow, yeah. that's fantastic. Run yeah, I guess so. Podcast lessons studio. <laughs> Jed will. He's got all ideas. Watch watch this space. Five years' time, he'll have his own enterprise and I'll be grateful that I know him. I had one question for you, Dan, before we end it. Finally. There we go. What was yeah, it like? Solo time, Dan. Hey? Solo time. Yeah. What Got was time. it like having your dad? Triple H. <laughs> so, like, yeah, obviously you had your old man on. What was that like? Um, very, very interesting, I think. Because I'm sorry to butt in, but no, no. I don't know how often you'd sit down with your dad and have such a deep conversation about his life and everything like that. Oh, I wouldn't. I refuse, I'd refuse to. <laughs> oh. Well, Marty's not coming on then. Sorry, Marty. I was pretty keen <laughs> to get you on, but. So, I gave him a shout out in the, the That's enough. Episode, so. Yeah. So, yeah, what was it like? Like, obviously, not many people, everyone, everyone knows their parents yeah. fairly well, dare I say. But, um, yeah, what was it like having your dad on and asking him his Triple H and getting so much deeper with him than what a lot of other people would with their parents? Dad's a very open and emotional person and he would ever not talk about certain things and, and he's not your masculine man by all i get a lot of things from him i'm very unmasculine i'm probably more feminine than, than anything and, and i get a lot of that from him but i think it was just fantastic because we have such a good relationship and I, and I look up to him so much and the stuff that he does at this football club is amazing and and, and it gets me emotional thinking about the stuff that he does and then when he gets up and speaks it like he won um yeah, sorry, local he, up. he won local hero of the year of south australia like and, and for me it sounds like i'm talking him up and he doesn't need it anymore honestly he, he's everywhere at the moment but to watch him speak in front of everybody and, and he we're at the governor's house and he's speaking about the stuff he does you just pinch yourself and go fuck that like that's my dad and i'm so proud of him um but to hear about the certain things like my parents having a divorce and that's something that i think i was at the age where i don't really care and i was just like i'm kind of happy that they're kind of two christmases woohoo oh yeah <laughs> more presents but um no yeah, I think we know it, you like your presents i so. do we have spoken about that but um no i think it was fantastic just to actually have that conversation because we actually had never actually talking about it it's almost just been swept under the rug <laughs> there we go again um, talking about it, not spoken about it but yeah no um yeah really really nice um i, I think it's definitely made our relationship stronger and he's a he's a funny cat just because he He's a committed to a lot of things. So he'll, he loves you and he'll always be devoted to you. But I think um, once he retires and he gets away from the footy club, I think our relationship will blossom even more. And he won't have to play the politics where he can have my back fully, 100%. So, um, no, I love him dearly, but I'm looking forward to him stepping away from everything and we can just go back to being uh, father, father and son. son. Yeah, because I think for a lot of times it's been... It's been. Um, oh my god! It's, yeah, it's that was been, beautiful synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been because yeah. Dan's my father and I'm his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll end it there. If it's a special moment, I'll end it there. But no, I do, I do enjoy having him on the podcast. Thank you for asking. No, not a problem. Well, Travi, happy? Super happy. Always anything? No, I think we're just very grateful that you uh, wanted to have us on. I think. Uh, I think. Likewise, like you really? said, what I think. Uh, I think you day. set the tone by saying the stuff that we were doing, and I think we. 
Jed and I need to continue to remember that we are doing great things. And I know we're young and, and we don't have any following like ourselves. We're just two young dudes who just want to make an impact on people's lives. But um, I know that we're doing great things and we're, and I'd like to think with uh, good people as well who can make an impact impact on people's lives. So, no, thank you, uh, shouting around. You guys are doing fantastic things. Uh, Pirate Life, thank you for sponsoring today's episode. And obviously, Goody Gr- Saints Footy Club. Yeah, yep. thank Green you Club as well for having yeah. us today. And yeah, drinking a few frothies is fantastic. Good fun. If you're in the area, come down for a drink. I'm sure they'll sure they'll love the support very much. Well, go check them out uh, at the Triple H Podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yep. that's the one. Beautiful, and uh, yeah. like like you'd know, uh, our p- episode will be up soon on theirs as well. Stay tuned. Sure Stay tuned. Yeah, 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 but pretty much doubled up. Big episode where me and uh, Trav do our triple H's. And congratulations for you too as well. No, and thank like, you. like we say, it's it's not easy to open up about triple H's and stuff. No matter how big or small your triple H is, your triple H. And I, I'm sure your followers who love your work will be very keen to hear about who you guys are, not only as podcasters and fantastic work you do, but as humans. So it'll be yeah. good to And listen. if you're a Shouting Around fan and you want to find it, Harry and I have already said we're going to chuck our links to our episodes on theirs in our link tree. So jump on that. Please listen. Listen to all their episodes. uh, So much love. We love it. Yeah. And before we finish, now that I remember, we did talk about it uh, on their episode. But um, Glenelg Tagua. Yeah. I mean, probably, I'm not sure, probably be out on the socials by now. But uh, we're organising a big charity run uh, to raise money for Breakthrough uh, Men's Mental Health Research Foundation. Fantastic. Got a group of us running from Glenelg, Mosley Square, to Goa at the Goa Surf Club um, in teams, doing like five-kilometre intervals across the whole day. And, uh, yeah, going to be something pretty Please special. Donate, so get involved. Go exactly. check out the socials. Uh, GoFundMe links there. Everything and anything is appreciated. Yeah, say that if you donate, you'll probably go in – well, you will go in the running. you go in the running. A few vouchers cool and whatnot. A few vouchers so too. Set so. that up. So thanks to all those local businesses that are supporting us. But yeah, yeah, that's it. I heard, I heard Jed's going to be doing the 90Ks. I did hear that, that too. Solo. Apparently, Solo. Jed is representing Triple H and doing 92.1 kilometres by himself. Anyone Lock that it in. wants to come but doesn't really want to do the run, well, I'm going to be there supporting and just making sure yeah. the event is going correctly. Come out. You'll see it all, it all promoted on the socials. So More the merrier. So come, come down, support a great cause. It. Hilarious. It's going to be fantastic. But, boys, you're doing a great things. That's oh, fantastic. You're fundraising you for that. And yeah. uh, no, we love you. Love your work. Beautiful. You too, guys. Well, shouting around podcast, another fortnight, and uh, we'll see you in two.